Welcome everyone to episode 345 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Well. And no Corey. Uh, it's with a heavy heart for a sabbatical uh, from the podcast. He texted us earlier today and said that uh, he hadn't had time to play anything. He hadn't really wanted to play anything. He tried a few things. Uh, nothing was sitting well with him. So he decided uh, in the best interest of the podcast, since he hadn't had anything to bring in a while, uh, he would take a, take a temporary break, at least for now. Who knows? Maybe may permanent. We don't know. We can't read his mind. So, uh, yeah, no, Corey. At least uh, for the, for the foreseeable, foreseeable future. For the foreseeable future. Uh, so our topic today is going to be, uh, and this is on Eric's suggestion, uh, related to this. Uh, we're going to be talking about how games uh, are how how games are part of our lives right now, as opposed to uh, when we first started this. Because obviously, we've all been through a lot of different things, uh, a lot of life changes for all of us. So uh, how 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 games are are a part of our lives currently. So that's going to be our main topic. Does anyone have anything they want to tease for later on the episode? Ah, geez. All I played was Fortnite, believe it or not. Fortnite. Nice. <laughs> I did. Will and I made a big purchase, but we haven't played it yet. We did buy Monster Hunter World for Xbox, which uh, I believe Tate asked if anybody had in the uh, feedback. So yes. your answer to that early. <laughs> yeah, we figured since Corey was leaving, we wanted to get the last game that he truly wanted to play. <laughs> On the system he didn't want to play it on. <laughs> yep. yep. So. Yes. Okay. Uh, I played Hellblade, so I will talk about that. Uh, also, you know, the 4 in February final results, uh, oh, which I, I I feel like 4 in February is at least partially to blame for Corey's demise. <laughs> Underwhelming. Well, that and you Hellblade. know, we didn't talk about why Corey really got let go. Sexual misconduct. Sexual misconduct. Yes. We we did an independent um, look into some claims from Will mm-hmm. that Corey had been talking a little bit too much about the growth of his arms. Yep. And we determined that sexual misconduct had taken place, and therefore Corey has uh, at least stepped aside for the time being. Unpaid leave. Yeah, unpaid leave. That's right. I deal with it at my real job, and I'm not going to deal with it here. In your leisure time. Yeah. My free time. Me time. Uh, All right. Well, uh, let's let's get into the main topic. So, uh, Eric, since this is your your suggestion and and a great idea, it was let's let's start with you. How how has your gaming changed and how how has the the games you target changed uh, from when we first started to now? I mean, we obviously all know the answer to this uh, and probably people that have been listening kind of know the answers to this, too. But. Uh, let's just let's hash it out. Yeah. Uh, gee, well, I, you know, after I shot this idea, you guys, I was thinking back to like back in the day, what you know games fit into my life, and that's pretty much all I did with my free time was either play video games or a, a pen and paper role playing game, yep. which is you know kind of like a video game. Well, yeah. Um. <clears throat> And I guess, you know, it was at that point, it's kind of weird because it's kind of come full circle just in a different way. Um, You know, video games used to be, you know, I think back to like playing Halo in Jared's basement or like playing EverQuest at your guys' parents' house. And, you know, it was a social social thing. thing. Right. It was a social thing for me then. 
Um, and then it kind of got to, you know, more of a hobby where it wasn't just a, a social thing anymore. It was like stuff I would do by myself, play in more single player games as well as online games. Um, but again, like I said, it's kind of come full circle where it's back to basically just being a social thing for me mm-hmm. where, you know, I, I always tell my wife, uh, not that she gives me a hard time about it or anything I said, but you know, games are basically my social time. You know, yeah. I don't go out. Well, I should say I rarely go out, really hang out with people. Um, but I feel like, you know, playing Fortnite, whether it's Fortnite or FIFA or Call of Duty, whatever the, the game is, uh, hopefully Monster Hunter 2, um, that's where I get my social interaction from. It's really, it's pretty cool because I was thinking about today, like one of the guys I play Fortnite with, I was all work with him, but, um, you know, I, I know he's hoping to move to a different store, um, you know, within the next year or so, which ordinarily would suck. But like being that I know we play Fortnite and other video games together, you know, I'll still keep in regular contact, which yeah. is really cool. Cause otherwise, you know, I, you know, video games have really allowed me to stay in contact with a lot of people yeah. because what I've noticed is like the people from back home in New York that I didn't really play video games with are probably the ones I've lost touch with the most. Uh huh. You know, yeah. Um, so, video games have actually brought me, you know, a closer friendship with a couple of people. Jeff and Showtime who were on. Was that last week or the week before? Uh, was two weeks? Two, two weeks ago? I yeah, think. like I, you know, it may seem like it, but I really didn't know Showtime all that well when I lived in New York. But now, like, I would consider him a good friend of mine, and that is based solely on playing video games with him. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think that's a, a really cool aspect of gaming these days yeah. and i think you could probably go back and listen to some of our podcasts and hear me probably bashing how much um games were focused on online on online play uh-huh. or it kind of seemed like you know that was starting to be the focus um and i was probably bashing that at one point but now like I really like that aspect of it because a lot of these online games, like, you know, games I'm talking about, like FIFA or Call of Duty or um, Fortnite, the kind of games that I play now are shorter, you know, and they, they help me keep in touch with people and, you know, build friendships that way. And I think, you know, that's that's a really cool aspect of it. And that's basically how it fits into my life now. It's, yeah. you know, late at night. You know, kind of, it feels like I'm hanging out with my friends doing something mm-hmm. that we all enjoy. Yeah. And w- one thing you probably didn't anticipate that, well, maybe you did. Uh, after you have a, a child, you find yourself home a lot more than you probably used to be. Um, so that, like, I, I, I think I told Corey a couple weeks ago, I was like, yeah, once I, you know, I played a lot of video games, but once we had had a baby, I was literally home all the time. We didn't go anywhere. We didn't want to take the baby out to get sick and have random people touching it, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like like they tend to do. So we we stayed home all the time, and I filled my my home time where I was hanging out with people before with with playing video games. Yeah, um, I don't know if I would say that's been the case for me so far. Um, I don't know. Maybe you know if if you know if down the road we have more kids, that mm-hmm. would change, and I'd probably be a little more open to it. Um, I guess with the first one, it's kind of a, such a learning curve that 
that's a very I big learning curve. I just want to take part in everything at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really don't play unless he's asleep for the night because he's a terrible napper during the day, which yeah. kind of limits um, my availability to play during the day if I'm watching him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's something we're working on and it seems to be coming around. So, you know, maybe in the next few weeks, that'll be the case for me too. Um, but the baby has mostly affected my ability to play during the day. So I'm pretty much limited to 8 PM or after at this point. Um, and, and cut into your sleep time. Yeah. Yeah. It does cut into my sleep time a little bit because I'm not really somebody who stays up late at this point. So, um, ordinarily I give myself a cutoff time of midnight and if I'm up at mid until midnight, it tends to be a fairly rough morning for me the next day. Um, you know, and depending on how things were, if I happen to get a couple nights in a row where I get to play, uh, the second night I'll cut myself off at 11 uh, uh-huh. if I can at all help myself. Um, <laughs> it really depends how much peer pressure I'm getting from other oh, people. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. So, I, you know, the baby's really just pushed my game time to just nights, you know, mm-hmm. two, maybe three times a week. Yeah. Um, but... You know, and and that's another reason I like the games with the shorter uh, times is because, um, you know, on nights where I'm taking care of him by myself and my wife is at work, uh, it just makes it easier to break away, you know, to go if he does happen to wake up to go check on him or whatever. We were playing Fortnite the other night and uh, I had put him to bed and we have the same cameras that you guys used. I think we had talked about Mm -hmm. before, Um, but you can hear with them, too. Um, and he started fussing around down there. So I had to hide in a bush uh-huh. and uh, go went. down. Yeah. And I died just before I came back. Oh, uh, but I thought it was funny. Be- and it was kind of a side note here, but really funny. The next day, my wife had seen a post on uh, social media where it said something about, um, oh, the, the guy texted his girlfriend that he had to hide in a bush in Fortnite so he could text her back. <laughs> she tagged me in it I, uh-huh. I just thought it was so funny because then it went from us to another guy I play with and his girlfriend and another guy I play with and his wife we all tagged each other in the same thing nice <laughs> so yeah it's uh that's kind of where I'm at nice yeah okay what about you Will so you know when my video game time is very few and far between at this point. Mm-hmm. I pretty much, I mean, contrary to the amount of hours I put into Dynasty Warriors 9 within the last two weeks, uh, a lot. it's over 40 nice. at this point. I do so not. so weird that that's the game you choose to play. <laughs> that and Stardew Valley are the two that I like have just settled down on right now. But... The way I look at it is, like, because my game time is so, so limited at this point, because, uh, like, right now I'm doing school full-time. I'm working 25 to 30 hours. Like, I work out six times a week. I do three different podcasts, um, you know, a social life, a couple other things. Like, I'm all trying to balance that one time. I don't have a ton of time to sit down and really play video games anymore. But when I do, I appreciate them more. So when I have the free time, like, I want to sit down and play something for a little bit. And that's something that I really value and really enjoy. I'm the type of person that when I'm constantly busy, I need a little bit of time alone. And that's when I can sit down and just play something. And that's something that, like, I really value. And it's kind of made me appreciate video games more and more. 
when I was started the podcast and was kind of playing everything because I had unlimited time because I was in high school, I I don't want to say I took things for granted, but I also I don't think I appreciated everything that I was playing at the time. But like now I come back and like I look up Breath of the Wild as a game that I look at and like I think so fondly of that. Uh, but like I go back a couple of years ago and I'm like, what game did I really look that fondly on? You know, within the yeah. last couple of years. Um, and like I look at my games that made it, it's all games that were in like Final Fantasy games or early 2000 games like Mass Effects and uh, Fallout 3. So I just like, I don't know, I feel like that now because my game time is kind of limited, uh, I'm playing things and while I'm playing them, I enjoy them a lot more instead of like, oh, I have to sit down and play this now, like instead of. I'm pl- I'm playing more things that I 100% am on board with, and because my time is limited, I'm enjoying them more. Um, yeah. And length doesn't really affect me too much. If it takes me a month to beat a game, uh, so be it. As long as I'm enjoying it and can kind of keep up with everything that's going on, like I'm I'm cool with how long however long it takes. I mean, I don't think I really sit down and play short games for that matter. Like I've put 40 hours into Dynasty Warriors, and I haven't really slowed down with that yet. So. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of your series, though, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, it it definitely is. But like at the same time, I don't need to put that much time into that game. I could be done with it if I wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that and like Final Fantasy 15 is coming out on PC here in a couple days, and I'll be playing playing a lot of that at this point. And that's another long game. And you know, some days I'll be able to put in a couple hours. Some days I'll only put in. 30 minutes and that's kind of just how it is and having you know, having the switch to supplement that is really nice too because it's definitely you know, something you can squeeze in here and there even if it's a longer game you can p- put in bite-sized chunks it's really easy and you know yeah. to put the switch into sleep mode and you're definitely done. and you know it's actually a uh really good game for me right now and it's actually dragon ball fighters mm-hmm. you know i what I like, kind of my ritual is before I go to the gym or I'm going to like see friends, go to work, whatever. If I have a little bit of time, I sit down on my Xbox and do a couple fights and then take off. And that's kind of like a fun little thing. Like you guys used to do that with hockey a lot of the time. You guys yeah. would play a couple of hockey games and then, you know, go do whatever it is you had to do. That's kind of what I do with Dragon Ball Fighters. And that's something, you know, I really, I really like doing that. And, it's something where I might be playing video games every day, but it might be for only 15 minutes. Uh, and it's something that I really appreciate that I'm still able to do. Uh, I don't know how it's all going to work this summer or anything, but like while I'm in school, that's kind of how, how everything goes with me. And I do have to play all the things I want to play uh, when I have the time, which has yeah. kind of been happening the last couple of years because I just keep getting busier and busier and busier. Yeah, well, uh, just to kind of add on to what you said, um, I don't know if value is the right word for me. Like, I don't know if I value my time more with video games now, but mm-hmm. I look forward to it more now because it's more uh, spaced out. Like, um, we have a group chat for the guys I play Fortnite with, and, like, we'll plan out, you know, somebody will text, hey, who's good this night, who's good this night, and we'll plan out. Like, tomorrow night, I have the baby, so after he goes to bed, I'm good. Um, so we plan out like, okay, Friday night, we got this many people are playing. And like, I so look forward to that. 
Um, again, not just because I enjoy the video game, but because it's like it's my social time to hang yeah. out with my friends. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know if value is the right word, but I definitely look forward to video games more than I probably have in the past. Yeah, and like with me, I have told friends that I don't want to do something yeah. such and such a night because I just legitimately want to sit around and play video games and not be yeah. bothered. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's kind of where I'm at with them. Yeah. Uh, so for me, before we started this podcast, I was I was a uh, not quite a completionist, but I liked to uh, play the crap out of a game that, especially one that I really liked, uh, and I used the Mass Effect example for this uh i beat the map before we started the podcast i beat the mass effect game probably 10 12 14 times uh something like that so i would buy i would only buy a handful of games every year and it was if it was a game i really liked i would just play it upside you know backwards and forwards and upside down um and then when we started this podcast i also played online games i should say that too uh and then when we started this podcast i started to branch out a little bit more and not uh replay things over and over again like i like i had in the past and I, I still kind of stick to that at this point um there's a few handful of games i'll i'll replay uh bioshock infinite being one of them i like to replay like every year year and a half or so uh and then early on in the podcast too i i didn't mind playing a lot of online games i obviously put hundreds and hundreds and hour hundreds and hundreds of hours into guild wars 2 um i played a few other online games here and there um so I've I've kind of gotten away from that at this point too. Uh I, I because my game time is more limited than uh now than it was when I when we first started, I try not to sink endless hours into the same the same game. Um and another thing is uh I like to be antisocial when I play my video games. I don't want other people. I want to shut down. Exactly. I need to, I need to shut down because I literally do not get a second away. You know, I have my, my kids it's, it's mm-hmm. constantly like them needing things from the time they wake up to the time they go to bed. So yeah. I just want to sit and just, you know, play whatever it is I'm playing. Um, but I, I, I was telling you guys earlier in the chat that I feel like video games now more than ever are, are, uh, more so than in the rest of my earlier days are, are part of my life. Like uh, my son and daughter are both obsessed with all things Mario, uh, specifically Mario Odyssey. They're both very good at it. Even my four-year-old daughter is surprisingly good at Mario Odyssey. Uh, when they're not playing Mario Odyssey or Mario Run on their tablets, they're watching Mario videos uh, on their tablets, uh, watching you know people play let, Let's Plays for Super Mario 3D World, Super Mario Sunshine, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers Wii and new Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Sounds like me with Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> it's a little bit like that, yeah. So, um, so they're obsessed with Mo. Oh, Less another thing. Though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my son actually got it. He got a, a Cappy from Super Mario Odyssey for Christmas. Uh, has not taken it off his head. Uh, aside from being at school, has not taken it off his head since he got it. What three months ago, or whatever, two months ago. Uh, and then today was the book fair in in his school, uh, and he, you know, my my wife gave him twenty bucks to you know buy whatever book he wanted at the book fair, and he picked a video game book. Mm. So, <laughs> uh, and that's just my older two. the 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 younger two, the twins, are are too young now to be into video games. But I can imagine when they get older, everyone uh, will need three switches uh, and have Mario Kart going on all three switches at the same time. 
hold your own tournaments at the house. Well, I was thinking I could form like a MOBA team or something out of my yeah. out of my family. There you go. You could be the coach. Start so yeah, start them earlier. An Overwatch team. Uh, the only yeah. problem with that is we'd have to get PCs for well, yeah, have PCs for everyone. But just but yeah, it's 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 literally all day. Dan. Yeah, I know. I just don't want to get beaten by them. Yeah, if we learn anything from the Halo tournament a couple years back. I don't know what you're you br- talking about. Yeah, I was going to say, you bring that up. None of us remember. Nobody <laughs> remembers think, that, Will, so. I think you're making it up. There is no proof. You are right. <laughs> That's not no. true. We definitely talked about it on the hey, podcast. We, we did, but we lost all the sound files for interviews that we had all after. Right. Oh, I, forgot, I forgot we were doing that. Yeah, because oh, the- right. after the matches we did. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, there was gold in there. Uh, oh man, there was. Was that gold the night there. I was threatening all your friends? Yeah. Oh god. You didn't do it at over interview. But you threatened me over interview. One of. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, not my finer moments. <clears throat> That's all right. But we deserved it. So. Yeah, probably. Punk so yeah, now. So now I, I again I try to. Um, I try to, you know, spread spread myself out, play play as much of the new stuff as I can. Uh, but yeah, we will we won't cover all the big games. Obviously, one of the big ones that came out last year was Destiny Two. None of us had time for that. None of us was really all that interested in it. And even though it was huge in the gaming world, like it just same thing with PUBG. Uh, Corey was the only one that played PUBG for a little bit. Will you didn't play any PUBG, did you? Uh, I played a couple matches. Okay, a couple matches. Yeah, and and you know that none of that's that didn't stick with any of us. So it probably would have stuck with me. I just never played it. Yeah. Probably because it was PC, and then it, I heard that it, you know, I don't know if it's any better now, but it, when it came out, run ran like shit on Xbox. Yeah. Um. So and it wasn't free clear. either. I know one of the reasons yeah. why you even tried Fortnite was because it was free. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's um, an important distinction. Oh, what the hell was I gonna say? Yeah, I don't know. Um. But at least for me, since it's called Games of Our Lives, I figured maybe we could share our uh, maybe some of our fondest gaming memories while we're talking about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the best time in my life for games was absolutely playing um, Halo mm-hmm. in Jared's basement and uh, the EverQuest days as well. Um, run around Paladol Caverns and all, and all those areas. Um, but I was talking to somebody today about this, and I can't even remember why I brought it up. This guy, I really, I really barely know him. All I know is that he plays video games, and I work with him. But I was talking to him about um, when we used to play Halo at Jared's basement every weekend, just surrounded by like pizza boxes and Mountain Dew boxes. And I was like, man, uh, those those were the days times were simpler and like will was saying earlier you you know you know i don't know if you take it for granted necessarily but like life goes so fast and your parents tell you that when you're growing up but you you don't you know you don't listen to your parents but no of course not man it couldn't be more true like i'm 34 now i was thinking like i've been out of high school for this will be 16 years Mm -hmm. you know that was that long ago but it really like i remember I remember it like it was yesterday because it was just such a great time, like in my life. Not showering, not sleeping oh, for no. the entire weekend. Yeah, oh, weekend. <laughs> I'm sure it was longer than that. But yeah, those were good times. Yeah, that's uh, that's where I'm at. 
Yeah. Um, oh, where do I feel like I had another point I wanted to make at the end of this, and of course I forgot <laughs> I it. Did too. I did I forgot too. I didn't write anything down. Oh, oh. my brain is just a massive mush. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, I remember what I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's that's kind of how the podcast has evolved at this point. Was there was a yeah. point where we were able to, with time and everything, to um, play pretty much all the big stuff the that new. came out yeah. and do an episode each week on that game, you know, and that was great. Um, but now I kind of gravitate more towards one, maybe two games at a time. And, you know, being that I don't have the time to put into other games now, I just don't buy them because there's no sense, you know, because yeah. I won't play them. Right. Um, but, yeah, I, I just wanted to mention that that's how things have kind of evolved for us. Yeah. Yeah, and so uh, at least in Corey's absence, we'll probably it'll probably for the most part be the the three of us, and then uh, occasionally we'll have I, like I kind of want to get my wife on uh, mm-hmm. for a few episodes, so and we'll we'll have a guest here and there uh, to fill in, um, and then if Corey wants to come back, he's he's always welcome, obviously. So, well, I mean, if maybe. he can stop harassing Will, that's true. He's got to go through. Uh, uh, sensitivity tra- sensitivity training. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm offended, we'll send, personally. We'll send him to the same class as Andy Bernard had to go through. <laughs> yep. Your management. Mm-hmm. Punched a hole through our virtual Hearts. wall. Hearts. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> any other thoughts? Should we move on? Oh, I think I'm good. Yeah. Rest in peace, good Corey. Too. Yeah, rip Corey. Rip, rip Sparky. Rip Corey. All right, I'm just calling up my nibble bits on my phone. Yeah, uh, since I'm running the stream now, I'm afraid to like do anything with my computer. That's that I'm going to screw it up. It'd be par for the course for this thing. Oh, it yeah. would be, and I'm going to look into like getting a thing made for the live stream. Um, someday, someday. Watch this blow up, like get really popular. Yeah, that's yeah. But happen. Corey's got so much. Um content on here we couldn't keep him out of the winnings <laughs> yeah <laughs> he has 344 to, prior episodes yeah we'd have to pay him out somehow <laughs> all right nibble bits my first one is that chrono trigger got a surprise release on pc earlier this week uh no warning it just kind of dropped chrono trigger you said chrono trigger i did yeah uh, it's fifteen dollars to purchase the nineteen ninety five version. Uh, I saw some complaints about the graphics, uh, but I also saw people saying that it looked good, like it didn't look like the updated Final Fantasy six version. So I don't know who to believe. I guess I'll just see for myself at some point. So do you want the Steam root like rating? Yeah, thirty eight percent. Oof. What are people complaining about? Um, the very first comment, this is a low effort, poor quality point, avoid at all costs. I do not want to believe all the negativity behind this game due to it being my blindly loved game as a kid. It's awful. That's a long review. Yeah, you don't. Um, been butchered in astonishing display of either incompetence or cruelty. I don't know what they're getting at. Okay. So they're just angry. Uh, they probably changed Chrono's hair. Well, maybe. Yeah, so anyway, there's that. Uh, and then my next nibble bit is that Ubisoft made a Far Cry 5 live-action short film. 
that's going to release next week. Uh, I like when when they do stuff like this. It's it's really interesting. It uh, helps build the hype. A lot of times they're really well well shot and artistically shot. So uh, Far Cry Five is coming on March seventeenth, and I believe next week is when the uh, Far Cry Five live action film short film will launch. So I think I saw somewhere it's going to be on Amazon. So you can look for it there. I'll try to try to watch as long as I don't have to buy it. I'll I'll try to watch it. So being interested in Far Cry Five also. Can't wait for that game. That game's gonna be awesome. Yeah, it's a neat concept at the very least. Mm-hmm. Even if it is does end up just being more Far Cry. I think Far- it's the the right time for me to play another Far Cry. Yeah, it's been a while since Far Cry Four. What? Two or three years, probably. Yeah, two, two and a half, probably. Because I think that came out in the fall of whatever, 2015. And then there, there was Far Cry Primal, but that wasn't even really like the same game at all. Yeah, I didn't play that one. So, uh, Will, what do you have? I got two here, Dan. Mm-hmm. Rumor has it Blizzard is working on Diablo 3 for the Nintendo Switch. Really? Uh, this rumor has emerged from Neoseeker that Blizzard is hard at work on Diablo 3. Uh, and I guess they're also looking to implement local play with multiple switches so you could kind of oh, team up oh, for... Baby. Yeah. Man. That's perfect. Cool. That game is fucking awesome, too. <laughs> I will be spending another $60 for this game on all for all DLC. Really? And the Would you really pay that? Yeah, because they'll add the Necromancer. Because the game still oh, is man. like 40 I don't think I'd pay 60 for it. I would probably play pay sixty, but only because I haven't played it that much. Yeah, I'd pay f- maybe forty. Forty. Well, but I played it a lot, so yeah. It all depends. It all depends because if they don't couple the Necromancer DLC, which just came out with it, then it'll be forty. But if yeah. not, it'll be it'll be sixty if they do piece it all together for all the DLC. But. Uh, moving on, my other one is Call of Duty, or I'm sorry, wow, Battlefield 5 uh, is going to be returning to World War II. That's exciting news. I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, I like saying that. I like these World War II games coming back up, and you know what? I'm all in on Battlefield 5. I think wow. they know better than to try and release a modern day shooter. I actually read in this article where EA and DICE have been trying to get away from the modern and near future settings for a while. Mm. So, yeah, they wanted to go back to... They wanted to go back in time, but they didn't want to do World War II right off the bat because they didn't want to beat that to the ground. So they did World War I, and then Call of Duty did World War II, so they're like, well, I guess we can do that now, too. So, So, yeah, the new Battlefield is going to be in World War II, and I am excited. Sounds good. Eric, what do you got? Oh, believe it or not, Dan, my, mine are both Fortnite related. Uh, wrong with that. It's, pro- it's the most popular game in the world right now. So, yeah. so one I was uh, really excited to see, uh, Twitch Prime pack now available for Fortnite players, uh, which includes two exclusive outfits, one which I saw and I will immediately be equipping this evening if I get on, depending on what time we're done tonight. Um <clears throat> An exclusive glider, which also looks pretty cool. A glider is what you hang on to as you float down onto the map. And four emotes. And then two heroes for the uh, K-9 
campaign mode, which I again have never played. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Outlet outfits and gliders are fairly expensive if you pay real money for them, especially outfits. So that's pretty cool. I'm excited about that. There's like a like a black and gray camo outfit, and the other one's kind of dumb. So whatever. I okay. like that one though. I will. I will try Fortnite at some point. Oh yeah, gotta try Fortnite. Uh, and my second piece of news: a new update came out, a new patch. Uh, a couple of the the bigger things that happened. They added a new point of interest, which is kind of like a small town area for you to go in and loot, called Lucky Landing. Uh, and that one is at the southern edge of the island, which pisses me off because one of our tactics that we like to employ is to avoid the towns at all costs until later in the rounds and try to find the ones that haven't been picked over. Mm-hmm. So one of the spots we usually land is uh, the very Southern area uh, because there's a few houses back there for us to loot. Uh, and then we kind of make our way up to one of the, one of the town areas, which is a farm fatal fields. Um, but lucky landing, it would appear is going to throw a wrench in that mm. because I think it is very close to where we ordinarily land. So there goes one of our spots where we try to hide like cowards. <laughs> hey, man, if it works, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then another big update added was the hunting rifle, which is a rifle with no scope, good for medium to long range with a one shot in the chamber. So we'll see how that goes. It's got to be pretty powerful if it's only one shot in the chamber. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like, sniper rifles, I don't love the bolt action. I prefer the semi-auto sniper if you, if you can find it. Um, but I think the um, bolt action is more powerful. So, you know, mm-hmm. try to balance it out. So we'll see. It's a new gun. I'm sure it'll need some balancing. But, yeah, that's the, the two big things that were added. Nice. How was, your, how, how was your week, Eric? Not bad. Jeez, uh, I don't think I really have much to talk about. It's been the, the same old shit. Um, I told you guys early, earlier tonight, but I'll be making uh, my triumphant return to New York in the beginning of April. For My wife has to come up for a bridal shower, so I'm looking forward to seeing everybody uh, then. Um, Sorry you have to come back, though. That kind of stinks at the same time. Ah, yeah, whatever. It's only for a few days. Yeah, and it's not winter. I mean, it's kind of always winter there, but yeah. <laughs> yes. it's, it's not the middle of winter, at least. Yeah. Um, there's a possibility you could have good weather when you're back here. Yeah, yeah. Some spring weather, maybe. We usually get a snowstorm in April, so no. Uh, hopefully it's not that week. Well, that's Corey's birthday week, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, took took the baby for his first round of shots on oh, Monday. That's fun. Yeah, he took it pretty well, actually. Uh, he was he was fairly grumpy the rest of the day, but during the actual shot part, he, he actually did pretty well. <laughs> but it was funny, because my wife was talking, we were at the doctor's office, and she was talking about how um, she was going to be sad when he like started to roll over and stuff, cause she, just because they grow so fast. And yep. didn't he go ahead and roll over on the doctor's table right after <laughs> she said that? Nice. <laughs> I looked there. I was like, "Oh my god!" There it is. Um, yeah. So that's cool to see all that stuff, and he's starting to get like really fun and yep. smiles all the time. He's starting to laugh, and he loves when I stick my tongue out at him, and he does uh-huh. it back to me. It's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, 
Yeah, the as they get older, they get uh, the interactions are are far yeah. better. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the baby stage is the little infant stage is fine, but they they definitely get to be a lot more fun as they yeah. get older. So that's pretty much all we've got going on. I don't know. Jeez, pretty boring life. <laughs> yeah, I don't I have like any. It. <laughs> I don't have. Yeah, I don't have much to talk about either. Uh, pretty much like after the kids go to bed, it's it's. You know, me and the wife watching Game of Thrones or mm. playing video games if she's doing her college work. That's that's what I do. I don't think I have. Yeah. Oh, I do have something to talk about. Uh, we're finally, I finally convinced my wife to move our bedroom down here. Oh. Um, so our bedroom's going to be down here. We're going to have an actual bedroom instead of our bedroom be upstairs in the living room. Because our house is really small and we need four bedrooms. So uh, my son's getting a section of the current living room for his bedroom. My daughter's getting the small bedroom. The twins are getting the big bedroom upstairs. And our bedroom is going to be down here where the cool. office is, kind of. So Nice. Yeah. Big changes. Yeah, big changes. So I've, I have to disassemble all the disassemble <laughs> the cribs, oh. move them, disassemble my kid. My, my older two have, uh, like, loft beds, so I've got to disassemble those and move those. Our mattress for our bed doesn't fit down the stairs, so I have to, tomorrow take it outside when it's a uh, snowstorm and go around, you know, down the driveway and, and through the basement. So eh, yeah, that'll be fun. But this was your idea too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying for a while to, to get my wife to agree to have our bedroom down here so we can actually have our own bedroom in our own space. Yeah. I think so. that's important. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny uh, with your changes in your house. It's funny how much your, um, I don't know, your opinion on things or whatever can change when mm-hmm. you have a kid. Because mm-hmm. now um, my wife is already looking at houses out in the country. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to be a couple of years before we were able to do it. But yep. uh, I feel like just about every day she sends me a link to a house out in the country with a yard because, you know, she wants to have at least one or two more kids yeah. and foster dogs, too. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, my God. But <laughs> yeah, moving. It would be much cheaper for us to move out in the country, too, which would be nice. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, actually, I mean, the reason why we – because our house is too small right now for, for the size of my family. The only reason we haven't – moved anywhere yet is because we don't want to stay here we're waiting for my wife to finish her her doctorate classes and then we're we're piecing out of here and heading south yeah so where are you looking at you have any idea virginia north carolina or nashville area yeah i hear virginia is good for teachers that's what my showtime is actually looking at moving down here as well okay yeah yeah he's looking at carolina maryland and virginia yeah i know the transfer process for virginia's it's easier than a lot of other places so okay uh, and we you know in addition to you guys being down there we have, we have yeah. some family dc area so oh nice yeah my wife I has family in north carolina very so. cool yeah. yeah showtime actually lived in carolina for a while uh did some teaching there um but he's looking at um he's actually looking at charlottesville and then in the maryland area too so nice yeah yeah south. and then we'll get will down here it'll be great oh we'll get to that yeah. oh yeah yeah so that's all i had for my week will what do you got uh first and foremost i think this is a nibble bit we would, we would all care about but uh i just saw it now detroit 
Become Human is out May 25th. Oh, I was really excited about that game. Nice. Yeah, so we got Sony with some heavy hitters in March, April, and now May. So That's awesome. They're doing they're doing good work with What's their... March for Sony. There was something, right? Nino Cooney. Mm. Not as heavy as a hitter as God of War or um Is God Detroit. of War April? Yeah, four twenty. April twentieth. Man. Wow. Right? I actually just read an article today that Sony is ramping up production on first party titles and I'm like, whoa. Well that's what sells been... the system. Well, I'm like, they haven't been doing that already. They've put out some amazing first-party games. That's why they're clobbering Xboxes, because <laughs> Xbox doesn't have many first-party games. None. I hear good things about Sea of Thieves, though. Okay. For I, I, Forza Horizon 3 is the best. Or is it yeah. Two? Forza the Horizon 3 is the best. The best uh... That's the best exclusive. <laughs> yeah. It is, and I, sure. hate, I hate racing games, and I love that game. Yeah. It's an awesome game. Um. But anyway, the main thing for my week is I actually got an internship on Friday. So this summer, I will be an intern at uh, Wegmans, actually, which is, what was it, top number two in the Fortune 500 company to work for thing. So that's pretty cool. I'm actually I'm pretty excited for that. I think it's going to be a really good opportunity for me this summer. Instead of me just kind of twiddling my thumbs and like doing nothing all summer, I'll be you know, doing something. It's kind of like the first thing I'm doing for like more of a career. <laughs> um, yeah, trying to, well, that's good. Trying to set myself up for more of a future. Uh, Cause I do want to go to school for pharmacy. So if I can line up an internship with that and go through pharmacy school, I think I'll be in pretty good shape for, for a career. Um, with that being said, Eric, I want to come down to Virginia and do my internship oh, yeah. next summer. I think that'd, that'd be really be awesome. cool. <laughs> I know you. Be. I know we can do that a hundred percent. I don't know if I get to pick my store, but you might be able to. I would have to talk to her. Yeah, about it. So, uh, yeah, gonna... I can. I can do some asking around too. That would, that would be awesome. I think it'd be a lot of fun to do the Charlottesville store. Oh yeah. yeah. Something I've been told that, like, the culture around Wegmans and the other stores are way different than the store up north. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. That's I fair. think it's only, uh, I think it's only normal though when you are from a store that's been open for twenty six years. Okay, that's true. Know, yeah, people have been around forever. You know, yeah, they, I feel they like know what. There's, there's just kinda... no, no choice but but for to be that way. You know. Gotcha. Um, that's this one thing that people were telling me. So I'm kind of interested to go to like stores like Ithaca, Rochester, Elmira. Um, I'm going to a store opening, uh, down South in June. So that's going to be cool too. So I get to, you know, work that. Chantilly. I think it's Chantilly. It's, I'm almost positive. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be the store I'll be at in the first yeah. week of June. And they're like, yeah, you only work like three days for the week. And I'm like, huh, okay. There'll be long days, but I do know, I know somebody that works there. Oh, really? The recruiter. Yep. Nice. See, I'm really, I'm really excited. I think it's going to be a lot of, a lot of fun. I graduate this semester, so I got that. Uh, I got a couple more classes before I can get into a pharmacy school, but things are starting to come together a little bit after my 19th year of community college. All right. You're still young. Yeah. I'm 23. Yeah. You're good. I'm getting there. Absolutely. I still I still don't know what I want to be when I grow up. Yeah, you're in with a good company. Thirty four. Yeah. It's good. 
Exactly. That's just honestly like that's what you know. I'm trying to get my foot in the door and trying to. That's the way to do it. At least fake my way through. <laughs> <laughs> through school. Yeah. But other than that, no, I don't really think I have too awful much. I've just been recording podcasts like almost every day at this point, and then working out and school and busy. Yeah. I've been uh, reigniting my love affair with Green Day and Blink-182 on a daily basis. Really? Nice. God. I love nothing's, them. Nothing's better than when you go back and re-listen to a band you love and then rediscovering how much you love yeah. them. And Weezer, too. Because I, I have my uh, playlist that I put together. and you know, I really only care for two of Weezer's albums, but I love those albums so much that like, I will always love that band. They're, like, the Blue Album is still probably my favorite album ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about Green Day. I only yeah. really like like three or four of Green Day's albums. Oh, but see, in, I think I probably like more Green Day than you do. In, Insomniac is is my favorite album of all Mine time. Mine too. Yeah, so. well, it's my favorite Green Day album, yeah. uh, and I think we're in the minority there. I think that one got a lot of uh, uh, dislike. Yeah, like they called it, even though it wasn't their sophomore album, it was their big sophomore album i guess and yeah. they said that they hit like a sophomore slump or whatever but i i freaking love that album yeah me and me and uh the man the myth the legend graham used to listen to that oh, co- like yeah. on his cassette tape cover to cover like just repeatedly great album so cassette good. tapes wow yeah. it was that long ago you guys are old <laughs> <laughs> you tell me now i can spend five dollars on apple music and have all of the music yeah, it's pretty great. All I love music. <laughs> I I split a subscription to Amazon Music, a yearly subscription with five other people, and it was twenty five bucks for a year. So I, it just has everything. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah, that's yeah. just so cheap for yeah. the amount of music you get. To that's consume. I would have used to pay like twenty five bucks for two CDs back in the day. Yeah, honestly, if I look at all my CD collection and just see how much money I just spent on them, I'm like, oh god. The amount of money I used to spend in coconuts. Yeah, that's where I've gotten CD a lot store. of them. Is it still open? Last I knew, but I haven't been there in a couple of years. Oh my god! Uh, it's it was it's uh, Fye, I think. Now. That's in the mall. Oh, what am I thinking of? Are you talking about the one the one of us uh, Vestal Parkway? Was that yeah. coconuts? Coconuts. Oh, okay. I think that's something else now. I'm not surprised. There was never an, any business going on when I was there. Yeah. No, it always looked like a yard sale, like GameStop. Yeah, exactly. There's just like shit everywhere. Like everything's marked down to ten bucks, and it's like, what? Nobody cares. Coming in here, yeah. Workers standing around out back. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like on smoke break. <laughs> you do I that also awkward don't... thing where you stand at the register for a couple of minutes until somebody <laughs> comes in. I think yeah. the last time I was in the Town Square Mall was at right after the twins were first born. Uh, we went to Carter's, and that's the only time I've been there. Mm. Like, I go to the Taco Bell there occasionally when we're going to Target or Lowe's or something, but sure. I haven't been there in ages. But I, we buy everything online, so yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. Amazon's made that easy for all of oh, us. So great. We just did like the subscribe thing for diapers, mm-hmm. so like it sends a monthly su- supply. Well, it's probably not a month supply, but supposedly a month supply of diapers. Just ships automatically every month. We don't have to think about it. It's great. We yeah, do the same okay. thing with our dog food on Chewy.com. Just every month, it just shows up. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> we don't have to think about it. Why would you go somewhere? 
and have to be around people. Oh, oh, I do that enough at work. Yeah. Kind of stories I could tell. Yep. <laughs> With you on that. All uh, right. Yeah, that's it for me, though. Okay. Let's get into what we played, shall we? Sure. Yeah. I, will, I will go first. So I actually meant to talk about this a couple weeks ago, but um, for my my uh, business, I had the great pleasure of building what amounts to a supercomputer. Uh, it was a, it had the 10 core uh, i9 process. It was for, for a, a rich client who wanted uh, a computer that could run 10 4K monitors. So uh, me and the boss hadn't done anything like that before. So we had to like everything was like special ordered. Uh, we've had been I don't I don't think I talk about this, but we've had to compete with uh, Bitcoin miners uh, for parts for our computers, which is a pain in the butt because uh, the price of everything is is doubled, especially graphics cards. So anyway, after I after I built it, oh yeah, I had the 10 core i9 processor. It had 256 gigabytes of RAM. RAM, that's right. I have eight gigabytes in my Jesus. gaming computer. This computer had 256 gigabytes of RAM. Uh, it had three GTX 1070 Ti cards, uh, but I got the okay from the boss after I built it and got Windows running up on it to play video games on it just to try. So I, I hooked up two of the 1070, 1070 TIs in SLI, and I played The Division on it, uh, which looked absolutely stunning. I couldn't believe how good it looked. And that was only on uh, on my ultra-wide 1080p monitor. I can't imagine how good it would look like on a 4K monitor. Uh, but yeah, it, it was unbelievably good. Uh, and The Division's an awesome game. That's one game that if I was going to sink my time into a uh, games as service game, that would probably be probably be the one. Um, it just plays so nice and it looks so nice and so good. But anyway, I meant to talk about that a few weeks ago and I forgot. So I played that. I played. Oh, I beat DMC. Oh, nice. Which was my second four in February game. Uh, I played a lot more Celeste. Uh, I'm kind of stuck on Celeste in the windy part. Having a little trouble. Yeah, having a little trouble. Wow. Yeah, uh, I haven't been able to advance. I I play it for like 10 or 15 minutes, and if I can't advance, then I I switch over to Bayonetta. So there's a guy I work with um, who I talked into buying Celeste, and he beat Mm -hmm. it, and he's playing through the B-sides, and he's beaten like three or four of those too. Nice. Crazy bastard. Yeah, that's some good platforming that's right a, there. That's, some, that's torture. <laughs> I played um, a couple of the B sides and I was like, no, not, not doing, doing this. Yeah, uh, but that still, I still can't say enough good things about that game. Yeah, uh, it's it's so good, such a good platformer. Uh, so yeah, I've also been playing through Bayonetta one, uh, with the intentions of when I finish Bayonetta one, playing Bayonetta two. Sure. Because uh, it's always nice to have something to play on the Switch. Because uh, that's kind of doesn't cut into my gaming time at all. I kind of play that whenever, you know. Um, so I also played Hellblade: Senua's Sacrifice, uh, which I also beat. Yeah. So I beat three out of my four four in February games. I did ultimately try all four of them. I played maybe two hours of Cosmic Star Heroine. Um, so Hellblade, uh, Corey talked about it a little bit last week. 
Uh, and I definitely feel like he undersold the game uh, oh. because I thought it was awesome. Uh, so what it is, is it, you're in, you play as Senua, who she's kind of going through uh, psychosis. She's kind of fallen into uh, psychosis. She's hallucinates and stuff. It's, it's in the aftermath of the Viking invasion of the United Kingdom uh, way back in the day. And so her, her, uh, I don't know, lover, I guess, gets killed by these people and uh she's she's going to re- try to rescue his soul from from hell basically um so when you're playing the game the the uh, it says right off the right off the bat that you need to wear headphones when you're playing it uh and i totally agree because when you're playing the game literally almost all the time in the game there's voices in your head that are whispering to you Ooh. uh different <laughs> things too uh conflicting things sometimes sometimes they'll be helpful sometimes they mock you uh sometimes they tease you or like when you're fighting and you're about you're getting beat up they're like oh my god you know she's you know she's weak she's hurt uh sometimes they encourage you you know to get up and and move sometimes they'll tell you when some of something's behind you that's going to attack you uh but sometimes they try to trick you too which is really interesting uh really does a great job of setting the mood for the game uh and that's literally almost the entire game there's a couple parts where the voices don't talk to you um and which is very peaceful nice parts which i'll talk about in a second but uh that does a really really great job of of setting the mood for the game uh the also the mocap performance mocap and voiceover performance from uh melina jurgens who plays senua is fantastic um it's probably the best facial animations I've seen in a game. Uh, everything feels so real too, because they they took this this woman that uh, I guess she was just on the development team. She wasn't even uh, an actor at all. Uh, it was her, it's her first experience with with mocap and voice acting and all that stuff. So it's really fantastic. She won a lot of awards for it and deservedly so because it's it's a stunning performance. Uh, the combat in the game, I also I also like. It's not too complicated, but it feels very tense, especially when you're kind of getting beat up by the the bad guys that you're fighting, and you've got the voices in your head whispering at you and taunting you and telling you you're gonna die. Uh, it really makes you wanna wanna survive. Um, Corey talked a little bit about backtracking last week. I don't know that he ended up beating any of the bosses, but the only time I came across backtracking was after I beat a boss. Uh, and it was, you're backtracked like briefly through the level that you went through to get to the boss. Uh, but it was actually kind of peaceful because that was the first one of the, some of the few times where the voices in your head aren't talking to you. So, you know, it's, it's nice and sunny out. You can see some nature and the voices in your head aren't, aren't bothering you. Uh, so I viewed that as a peaceful time and a good thing uh, before I got to the you know the next leg of the of the game. Uh, and then he talked about the puzzles uh, being environmental puzzles where you have to line up uh, parts of the environment into into making runes. Um, I didn't have a problem with that. It probably didn't take me ever more than like three minutes ever to find find those piece parts. Um, it's probably the weakest part of the game, but that's saying a lot because I really felt like the game was awesome. 
Um, and then it has, uh, like we talked about with Kingdoms of Amalur, it's got uh, like rune stones on there that you look at, and it'll give you the a voiceover of of some of the story. It mm. it tells some old uh, Norse mythology stuff, which is really interesting uh, as you're still like playing the game. Uh, but yeah, I thought the game was awesome. So probably would have. I don't know if it would have cracked my top five for games of the year last year, but it it would have been no doubt top ten, maybe like six or seven. I would have to go over my list again, but. Uh, wow. I thought it was awesome. I think it only took me like maybe seven hours to beat. Uh, so it wasn't too long. But yeah, it was it was intense. Some really like scary, scary moments too. Um, but yeah, I thought it was awesome. I know a uh, friend of the pod, Dave in Boston, not a fan of that one either. Yeah, I guess if maybe if you don't like psychological thrillers, you probably wouldn't like it that much. Because that's really what it is. It's a psychological thriller in a in a video game. So a lot of the a lot of the a lot of the threat of the game is in your mind and not as much physically in front of you, I guess. Um, but yeah, I thought it was awesome. It's definitely, uh, if you do end up playing it, uh, 100% wear headphones because the uh, the voices too come from different parts in your in your ears. Like sometimes it'll be behind you, sometimes it'll be in front of you, like all over the place. That's pretty cool. It's it's impressive. Uh, definitely, I, I think they won some sound design awards, and they should have because it was it was fantastic. So cool. So yeah, that was Hellblade, uh, and that's all I played, I believe. So, Will, go ahead. What do you would you play? Uh, it's been the same things that I've been playing, Dynasty Warriors and Stardew Valley. So I really won't get too too into it, really, um, unless there's a request for me to talk about it. I, I mean, do you have any any standout moments? Not really. No, just kind of doing my thing in those two games. Okay. All right, Eric, what do you got? Yeah. So I I only played Fortnite as I said earlier. Um. <clears throat> I do have a couple of moments that I'd, I'd like to share. I'm still chasing the ever-elusive solo victory. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. So I got down I got down to the final two in a match this week. I was on a tear. Now, when I say I was on a tear, this, bear in mind, this is a tear for me. So if you're listening to this and you think that's not a tear, well, then fuck you. It's a tear <laughs> for me. I had four kills. And ordinarily, as I've said before, I play the pacifist and try to hide as much as I can. But I happened to run into some people, and I killed all of them, got to the final two. I I picked up a rocket launcher somewhere along the way from somebody I killed towards the end. And it was me and one guy, and I had a shack. We were on top of a mountain, and I had a shack as covering. He had a tree. And... I shot a rocket over at the tree, and I thought for sure that that would just knock the tree down, so I switched my weapon, and we had hit each other a couple times here and there with with our regular guns, Um, and I I shot the tree, and what happened was it did not take the tree down, but I had already switched my gun to, like, my assault rifle, and I feel like had I taken a second shot... With that rocket launcher, I probably would have taken the tree down and done a lot of damage if not killed him. Uh-huh. But he ended up killing me because I had switched weapons and it just uh-huh. he just was a better shot than me. Uh-huh. Um, so that was down to the final two. So that was heartbreaking because I really felt like that was that was going to be the time. 
Um, so then last night, I thought this would be interesting to talk about. Uh, my wife had to go upstairs for a, li- for a little bit to do something. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll come up with you. Because I was going to go to bed. But I was like, yeah, I'll come up with you. Do you mind if I hop on and play a match of Fortnite? You can watch the action. Just kind of joking around. And she's like, yeah, that's fine. So I turned Fortnite on. And I did a solo match. And she watched the whole thing. And I was trying to, you know, I was kind of explaining to her as I went along, you know, basically what I was explaining in our Fortnite episode a couple of weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, so she's watching and watching, and we I got down to the final three people, and I didn't end up winning. I ended uh. up getting sniped from, well, it was kind of cool, though. So there, I think there were four people left, and I saw this guy running kind of close to me in front of me, so I kind of started stalking him to get up close enough to him where I knew I wasn't going to miss if I shot him. Uh, and didn't this, I see this bullet just come across the screen and picks him off and kills him. <laughs> so I ran over and he had a couple of good things. Cause I was actually pretty lousy as far as my weapons went. So I grabbed a couple things from him and I just didn't have a lot of cover. And I ended up getting picked off by the same sniper oh, um, because he, I, I like, I said, I, I'm not a good builder. And the guy who was left with the sniper rifle, he had a pretty good structure built up and I couldn't really do anything. Um, so he sniped me, but I thought at the end of it, uh, more interesting was what my wife said. She goes, you know, I can actually really see why you guys stay out playing that all night. She's like, yeah. it, I said, yeah, see, it gets pretty intense towards the end. She's like, yeah, it was kind of boring because of the way you play, like watching <laughs> you just hide the entire Turtle. rest of the time. But like, you know, when towards the end, when you, you're kind of forced to fight, she's like, it was really, it was intense. It was fun to watch it. Nice. Um, and I mean, those comments are few and far between from her yeah. about video games. She does not really, uh, approve i should i guess i could say mm. um but yeah i think those were the two moments we did get another squad win this week it's gotten much harder i feel like and one of the things that happened apparently in uh the re- not the, the update i spoke about earlier but the one before that the big update 3.0 yeah the one that this, guy gave you 60 frames yes uh and apparently this is the second time this has happened where they have accidentally put crossplay in with pc Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and we had all been talking about how much harder the game had been recently. And I read that, and I was like, well, that makes sense. Like, we're probably getting our asses kicked by PC players. Yeah. You know? Um, so the the wins have been a little tougher to come by, but we did, uh, we did end up getting one. Um, and it's still just as fun as it ever has been getting a win. Nice. It's amazing. Because cool. it's always different, you know? Something yeah, always yeah. happens during the match, and, you know, you're just forced to make quick decisions, and sometimes it works, and sometimes it doesn't work, and it's just yeah. the way the cookie crumbles, you know? I mean, that's kind of how I felt. It was not not the exact same thing, but that's kind of how I felt when I did a bunch of uh, Guild Wars 2 World vs. World. Like, every single time I went into World vs. World, something different happened, you know? With yeah. with that many people going at it, it's the, it's bound to be different, you know? Different forts were attacked or mm-hmm. what have you. And that's that's what kept it interesting for me, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I think I think that was mostly what I wanted to talk about still. Chasing that elusive win on the solo. I still haven't got a duos win either, so... Oh, okay. Maybe tonight, if we end at a decent hour showtime, I might get a couple of duos in, so... I can't imagine we have more than like 20 yeah. minutes yeah. left on the episode. So, Okay. Sounds good. All right. That's a, that's everything, right, Eric? Yeah, that was it for me. All right. Uh, feedback. 
which again I'm calling up on my phone so I don't mess up the stream. I'm gonna have to reevaluate all of that stuff. Okay. Jim, do you want me to talk about Showtimes real quick? Yes. Yeah. Do that first. That's good. Okay. Idea. So, uh, my friend Showtime, who was on the Fortnite episode a couple of weeks ago, um, posed a question to me earlier today. He wanted us to talk about because he's a teacher, as I mentioned, and um, he hears people constantly talking about Fortnite. He actually he gave me some um, examples. Here, let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah. So I'll just read what he wrote. Uh-huh. When is the last time you've seen a video game craze as big as Fortnite? Now, I, keep in mind, he's not as in tune with video games as we are, so right. just keep that in mind. Um, when's the last time you've seen a video game craze as big as Fortnite? I was in the grocery store, and the two guys working the meat counter were talking about Fortnite. Then I walked up to pay, and the cashier and bag guy were talking about Fortnite. I heard two guys in the gas station talking about it, and I'm pretty sure two couples at school have broken up over it, and their Twitter page is approaching 2 million followers. <laughs> Every class, 6th grade through 12th grade, the kids are talking about Fortnite whenever we have free time. Uh-huh. He did. He texted me the other day um, to let me know that he ran into a couple out in the hallway in, in, in his school that was the girl was arguing with him, saying that all he does is play Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, I mean, I had a couple of games immediately come to mind. Uh, I would say PUBG. PUBG, yeah. And Both Pokemon kind of Go. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's yeah. probably it though. I mean Skyrim. at least as far as the the mass appeal of, of of those games, you know. Uh in I don't know if you guys still play HQ or not, but if you read the comments in HQ, every ten comments someone's saying something about Fortnite. Yeah. Like it's that I, I it's, don't still play it, but I believe it. It's that prevalent, you know. Yeah. Um I mean it's maybe Minecraft, but probably not even Minecraft. Uh, I think Fortnite, the thing it has going for it is that it's free, you know? Um, so, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you had you had good selections, Eric. PUBG was kind of early last year. I that would was, say Pokemon was... Go, though, because that was really noticeable out in public. Like You knew yeah. if somebody was playing Pokemon Go on their phone, and there were a lot of people doing it. Yes, there were. Yeah. It, for that first cut like month that it launched yeah. there was people everywhere all the time playing it yeah i mean you could tell and you could hear people saying oh yeah there's a whatever ratchetat over <laughs> here you know mm-hmm. so dan's favorite pokemon oddish oddish <laughs> yeah yeah i still play pokemon go just about every day yeah only because i have pokemon spawn here if they didn't spawn in my own home there's no way Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I definitely Fortnite is uh, transcended, uh, be, you know, being a, a game and, and is moving into pop culture. You know, it's so fun. Okay, uh, so we do do we put Showtime in on the feedback? No, no. Okay, doesn't have Steam. Yeah. Okay. So the first is from Tate, who says. Hey guys, once again, taking a dump on work time and listening to feedback. Eric, I understand your time has come and gone for Life is Strange. Still, though, if I'm ever back east, I'd love to stop by and buy you a beer, my friend. I did want to ask, though, are any of you planning on getting Monster Hunter for Xbox? I know you guys can answer that right now. Purchase. Yeah, we did. Yep. Uh, still been playing Monster Hunter a lot. It's it's just a fun game to relax and play with friends. I've also been playing Stardew Valley. I bought yeah. it this last summer and played it quite a bit, uh, but was also trying to play the Mass Effect series at the same time, and, well, you guys know how that went. Stop playing Stardew Valley. 
Uh, so I started again this week, and I had a hard time just playing the game and taking my time with things. I feel like I have to rush uh, everything before the day is over, and I feel like I'm not playing the game right, which is obviously not true because there really is no correct way to play the game. So I'm trying to play it just to relax and enjoy the fun of making a farm. I saw a movie this week that I highly recommend. It's called Hostiles. It's a western that is really deep and gives a realistic realistic view of what time was like out here in the West when it was just being settled. Also has a really good message on forgiveness and overcoming prejudice and hate. You guys should check it out. Uh, final question is for Will. Since you like to lift and such, what's your PR on squat? Adios, oh, gentlemen. Taterade, out. Well, certainly um, would love to have a beer, Tate, if you're out this way. Yep. Plenty of breweries out here. Out the Virginia way. Yeah. Well, what's your PR? Come on. Uh, so the last time I did squats heavy, I don't like to do uh, PRs anymore because I, I've been, I've gotten hurt from doing them from bad form, so on and so forth. So the last time uh, I did two fifty five for three reps. Uh-huh. Uh, but now I do like one fifty five for like fifteen reps instead. As long as you're not skipping leg day. No, I refuse to skip a leg day. I was going to say, don't do that now. My legs are not, don't show anything for never skipping a leg day, but uh, I don't skip it. We were kind of born with big legs. All of us have big legs. I think I have the smallest legs, though, of everybody. Yeah. That are like me dieting. I'm losing my mass on that instead of on my stomach. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hostiles? Anyone know anything about Hostiles? No, but I like Westerns, so yeah. I might check it out. Corey, have you, you seen Hostiles? <laughs> <laughs> Let's turn to our resident movie expert, Corey. Oh, oh wait. Crickets. I wish we had a soundboard. <laughs> oh. Crickets would have been great there. I'm thinking about trying to get the mixer back into the fold. Yeah. Maybe maybe I can I can have sound effects from a soundboard. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we'll just we'll make that a thing. Every time <laughs> something comes up that we want to ask Corey, we'll say yeah, let's ask Corey, and we'll just yeah, crickets. crickets. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, uh, Stardew Valley. Yeah, I mean, really for me, start. I think I my second time around with Stardew Valley, I definitely had. Uh, a much more cathartic time with it uh, because I knew what I knew the route to success. But yeah, it's it for me. It's the most relaxing game, and I'll play that whenever I am stressed out or whatever. Uh, need to need to call my call my thoughts or what have you. It's the music. The music mostly is just so soothing. Yeah, you just take your time, live the easy country life. Uh, when you first start out, though, I. There's kind of a mad rush to get get everything going, right? Yeah, yeah. So that could be what you're experiencing. It, it once you kind of get into routine, though, it it gets a lot a lot easier. All right, so that was from Tate. Next is from Idaho Jake, who says, "Hey guys, I bought Mass Effect Andromeda on Xbox for ten bucks." And it looks great, and I have zero issues with graphics or frame rate. I also just bought GTA San Andreas on my PS4, so I may send another email to give you an update on it. Uh, Not sure if you guys saw, but the next PS Plus games are Bloodborne and Ratchet and Clank. Sony is killing it in the free games. Now for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History, 2005 DMC 3 came out on PS2 in February 28th. 
2017, the best game of 2017 came out, Horizon Zero Dawn. I tried to look up the XCOM, XCOM game, and it got removed from the site I used, so who knows. Well, that's it for me, guys. Th- thanks, guys, and carry on. All right. Uh, yeah, great, great month for PS Plus. Yeah, I couldn't believe it when I when you guys said that. That's that's amazing. Bloodborne is still a game I pine for, dude. That's it's a fucking awesome game. Yeah, and Ratchet and Clank. I remember, man. I couldn't believe how much I liked that game. It's just so fun. Yeah, you just breeze through it. It's so fun. Yeah. Okay. Um. So we had two pieces of feedback. So we have two people on the game giveaway. Let me just double check and make sure we don't have anything anywhere else. Facebook or I don't think we have anything on Twitter. It's definitely more of a pain to do on my phone. I have the game list up, by the way, Dan. Okay. Oh, I feel like that's a perfect chance to ask Corey. <laughs> we could. Crickets. Corey's weekly cameo. oh god okay yep we're good okay so we have two let me bring up my random number generator on my phone Uh, from one to two so tate is one jake is two there it is there's the crickets (laughs) that's the first sound point on this podcast oh Maybe and the winner is one Tate. Tate Aiderade. It's a great nickname. It is a great nickname. <laughs> Every time I read it, I crack up. All right. Well, how many games do we have on the game giveaway list? Oh, Dan, we have approximately one hundred and seventy-six games. Seventy-six. Okay. And they are all heavy hitters. Oh my God! You wouldn't believe what we we're giving out. Uh, actually I got a copy of when I bought uh, Into the Breach I got a copy of FTL Ooh, oh games. hell yeah do you want me uh, to add that to the list uh, not yet I, I can't give it away until it's been a month I guess uh, so okay. I just have to wait a month for that. All right. I want to say FTL is already on here too it probably I'm I sure we have is. a couple couple copies of FTL. All right. So game number one, 47. 47, Dan. 47 is Puzzle Agent 2. Puzzle Agent 2. That's come up a lot. It's a, a weekly pick at this point. Seems like it is. Okay. Game number two, 65. 65 is Sunless Sea. And this has a D next to it, which means... That's supposed to be a good one, right? Yeah. Yep. Ow. All right. Uh, next one is 63. 63. Wow. Two 60s. Um, Mirror's Edge. Hmm. I like that one. One fifty one for game number four. So you got a combo pack of Risen 2, Sacred 2 Gold, Saints Row the second, and Saints Row the third. Oh, a lot of bang nice. for your buck right there. Nice combo pack. Combo pack. Okay, I'll just put combo pack for that one. We'll read those. Uh, and the last game is 48. 48 
is Sam and Max <laughs> Devil's Playhouse. Sam and Max Devil's Playhouse. This one looks worth looking up. Okay, so your choices for the game giveaway are Puzzle Agent 2, Sunless Sea, Mirror's Edge, the I'm assuming it's a Deep Silver combo pack. Yes, it seems like it. Okay, Risen what were the games? Risen 2. Sacred 2, Saints Row 2, and Saints Row the Third. Okay. Uh and then Sam and Devil's Sam and Max's Devil's Playhouse. So if you want a little input on Sam and Max the Devil's Playhouse, it is a Telltale game. Uh came out in twenty ten and the reviews for it are ninety three percent with a very positive Nice. He's got some good games to choose from there. Yeah, there's stuff. There's some triple A's there. Like even. I said, heavy hitters. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um, so for next week's episode, we're looking at po- probably doing Into the Breach, which, uh, speaking of FTL, uh, it's from the creators of FTL. So we're looking at that probably for next week, and then the week after, most likely Final Fantasy 15 uh, Windows Edition. Yeah, I should have like 80 hours into that. <laughs> I had 80 hours already. Probably. Yeah, it comes out on Tuesday next week, so you know I want to definitely get myself at least all of next week or most next week, and then you know up until the Thursday the week after. So I'm gonna try to get some Monster Hunter in um, Saturday. Okay, I'm gonna try. Yeah, we're planning on doing an episode. Uh, you know, Eric and will want to get some time with it first. So yeah. Um, We'll, we'll hopefully do a Monster Hunter episode uh, in the coming weeks here, too. So that's our plan. Uh, that's everything, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. That'll do it for episode 345 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Crickets. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Yeah!